Hello, hello. Happy Thursday, my friends. It's Michael Mann, the founder and CEO of Empire Consulting Group and Empire Wealth Management. Welcome back to another episode of An Entrepreneur's Road to Success podcast. The title for today's episode is a continuation of a four-part mini-series on the keys to powerful production. And today's title is The Mind, Keys to the Brain Game. So sit back and relax and enjoy another episode of the Entrepreneur's Road to Success podcast. My name is Michael Mann. I'm part of a group of entrepreneurs you've probably never heard of. We don't let Wall Street tell us how to invest. We don't rely on money from venture capital for our companies. We don't play it safe or have backup plans. In fact, our beliefs are the exact opposite. We believe in ourselves 100%. We go all in because we are fighting some of the biggest names and some of the biggest brands, people with literally unlimited budgets. We can never give up. Instead, we do things differently. We do things better, faster, smarter. We do them without the financial safety nets. We test and experiment with our own money. We have to be profitable from very early on. How is that even possible? If you ask Wall Street or Silicon Valley, they tell you it wasn't. Yet, it's happening every single day. It's happening through the art and science we call strategic capital deployment. We are entrepreneurs, and these are our stories. So, for existing business owners and entrepreneurs, you will understand 100% where I'm coming from. And for aspiring entrepreneurs and business owners, please pay attention carefully to the next statement. Business ownership and entrepreneurship is going to be one of the most taxing adventures you've been on taxing in both capacities, mentally and physically. You see, the increase in the amount of responsibilities that goes from being an employee to being a business owner, entrepreneur, whatever you would like to call it, is at least fivefold. Now, this is going to vary from industry to industry, but the point of the matter is that there is a dramatic increase in the responsibilities, the daily tasks and activities, the weekly tasks and activities that are required in order to fulfill a product or service at an extraordinary level and to also make sure that you run a profitable business. Oftentimes on this journey, I can guarantee you that there is going to be something that comes up that causes you stress. Simple, no-brainer, there will be instances and incidents that happen that cause you to stress out and to get frustrated, to get angry, to become unclear on the next course of action, etc. If you do not have a way to process these feelings of frustration in anger and stress and your lack of clarity, then you, my friend, are going to have much bigger issues that follow. You see, when stress builds up and it doesn't get released, it's like a 
hurricane that's picking up speed. It's like a tornado that's getting larger. And it's going to come through your life like a wrecking ball. So oftentimes, avenues like I discussed on yesterday's episode, working out and eating healthy and moderating or even eliminating alcohol or other vices can contribute to positive feelings and positive avenues for stress relief. But today we're going to talk about avenues that you can take for mental health and stress relief. Because if you don't deal with these frustrations, these angers, these stresses, then this tornado or hurricane is going to go from being a wrecking ball in your business to being a wrecking ball in your life. I've seen this happen in executives and business owners across the country. I've seen it happen in myself where something in business happens, right? I've got a private equity deal. I've got a client in their wealth management portfolio who invested in a venture deal. The venture deal is not working well and something's going uh, awry and I've got to step in and have conversations with the portfolio company or and then translate that information back to my investor. My investor's frustrated. I'm frustrated because my investor's frustrated because we're both frustrated and angry that this venture investment may not be going exactly according to plan. So then this issue consumes my mental space. This issue takes up space in my ability to be able to think, be creative, and communicate. If I'm not able to come to a resolution, this stress persists. It doesn't just magically evaporate and disappear into thin air. It's there. Whether you want to think that it is or admit that it is, it is there. And I know a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs will agree with me when I share how this occurs in my life. There will be times where these stresses come up and I'm in the middle of a conversation with my wife, with my daughter, with somebody else, my family, and all of a sudden, this incident pops in my head. And there will go 15 or 30 seconds of the other person talking to me. I'm looking at them. I may even hear their words, but I am not processing a thing. Because all I can think about is this incident that's causing stress in my business. So if you don't find a way to process the taxation that comes mentally from being a business owner or an entrepreneur, the best case scenario is you're going to be distracted and not present because it's consuming your mental capacity and your wife or your children will be understanding that you're a busy executive or a busy business owner and you need a, a pass on being present at today's dinner. The realistic scenario is that they're not understanding. They think to themselves or even tell you to your face that you're always thinking about work, you're never present, and this needs to change. The worst case scenario 
which I am guilty of, and I know almost everybody is guilty of, certainly, is that this stress is so consuming that you unintentionally end up taking it out on your family. You come home, stressed from work, something that would normally be a minor incident at home happens, your kid talks back to you, some, your wife says something, it rubs you the wrong way, and you blow up. You blow up not because of the incident that's happening at the very point in time, but you blow up because you're extremely stressed out about something that's happening at work. Maybe you can't fulfill a large purchase order that you've already signed and promised because your manufacturing and fulfillment department didn't get the memo in time or because Thanksgiving is coming up. Whatever it may be, this stress translates into the home life and in the worst case scenario is unintentionally allowed to be taken out on your kids and your family because you haven't found a way to healthily process this stress. I used to think that being an entrepreneur and a business owner meant that this was a normal part of the process. You have to go through these things. These are the risks and the downsides of being a business owner. You can never turn it off, is what they said and what they advised me. But then I found four things that have helped me to become stronger and healthier mentally than I have ever been in my life. So much so, now I do these things every single day. They help me to process and to clarify and to give me direction and action on these stresses and these incidents that come up every single day. They allow me to go home and because I've dealt with a majority of the stress from the day, be focused and present and able to pay attention because if anything had arisen during the day, I know my course of action and how to move going forward. So there's not as many reasons for these stresses to consume my mental space. So I'm going to list and explain four steps that you can take starting today. If any of this has resonated with you, or if you find yourself in similar situations so that you can process stress at a better level, so that you can become healthier and stronger mentally, so that you can be more focused and more present with your wife and your kids and your family and everything else that you want to be focused on outside of work. So most of these I do in the morning, and a couple of these I do multiple times throughout the day. And I'll explain each one and let you know which ones that I do multiple times throughout the day. So number one, I do this each and every morning. It's one of the first things I do when I get out of bed at four o'clock in the morning. I spend 15 minutes listening to motivational speakers. This may sound cheesy, but your mind is the freshest and has the greatest capacity to absorb information in the morning time. So on Spotify, there is literally a playlist. It's called Motivational Speeches. It's got a cover art picture that says, mark my, mark my words, you will, you will remember my name. So that in itself is cool because every time I go to my Spotify app, I see that, I click on it, I throw the headphones in while I'm drinking my espresso and 
or coffee in the morning time. I listen to 15 minutes of motivational speakers. Most of it's music oriented, so it kind of gets me a little pumped up. Cheesy, but inspiring and motivating first thing in the morning. Number two, uh, there's an author uh, by the name of Matt Oxley who introduced me to this exercise called the seven by seven exercise. You go through and you write down affirmations, positive affirmations, and you have seven of them. You speak the positive affirmation seven times each, and you spread them out seven seconds each. If you've never written down a positive affirmation, here are three steps to coming up with affirmations. Think about a scenario in your life that you'd like to change. I want to be, I would love to be more present at home. Envision, close your eyes for a second and envision what that scenario looks like. Okay, so my scenario may look like I'm sitting on the couch with my wife and kids, watching TV, relaxed, smiling, laughing, helping cook dinner, helping clean up. And then you write a present tense positive affirmation that may sound something like this. I am present and maintain work-life balance when with my family. I'm actually going to say that again. I'm shooting from the hip. But I maintain work-life balance and am present when I am with my family. Or I maintain a work-life balance and am 100% present when I am with my family. That's an example of how I would literally work through how to create a positive affirmation. I would recommend balancing having some work affirmations, having some personal affirmations, but nonetheless having seven affirmations that you speak. Allow yourself seven seconds to process each affirmation and then repeat seven times. So you go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And you repeat them in that order. So you go through them seven times. I do this in the morning time listening to meditation music. There's an application called brain.fm. I pay a little bit of money for the premium version. I think it's like 15 bucks a year or something like that. Don't quote me on the price, but brain.fm. Throw some meditation music on in the background and, and say these positive affirmations. Okay, so that's number two. Number three, usually around the lunch hour and before I end my day, I take a 15-minute break. During the 15-minute break, I am not doing anything. I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I close my eyes. I throw my headphones on, and I listen to meditation music again through Brain.fm, the application on the iPhone, or the website through your computer. Taking these 15-minute breaks is a healthy way for you to recharge, to let the stress go, focus on your breathing, and to recenter your focus. It allows you to basically, it's the equivalent of an athlete taking a break and getting water, sitting on the bench for a few minutes, getting back in the game. It's the same exact scenario except for your, your mind and your brain. So I do that two to three times per day. I try to block off and keep that as routine as possible because your mental capacity is so important in the world of business and life that you need to recharge 
and give your brain water in my analogy. Number four, ask yourself powerful questions. So this is a more time consuming process where you may need to write this down if you're listening to this or rewind this so that you can write it down. I have nine questions that I typically ask myself every single day in the morning time before I start my day. This is a part of my morning routine, just like listening to motivational speakers, just like doing the positive affirmations with the meditation music. This is a part of my normal routine. I ask myself nine questions. Depending on what kind of mood I am in, I will do this one time per day. If something frustrating comes up, I'll do this later in the day as, a, as another exercise. But if there's something that's on your mind that you can't let go, anytime there's something on your mind that you're seeking clarity around, you can ask yourself these questions. Okay, so question number one is, what happened? And to preface, all of these questions are very simple questions. Yet, the manner and the order in which you ask them, turn them from simple questions into very powerful questions, if you're honest with yourself. Okay, so question number one is, what happened? So something happened, and you're frustrated, you're unclear, you're stressed about it, okay? Question number two, without the feelings, what are the facts about the situation? So I'm frustrated, and let's use my example scenario, I'm making this up. This didn't actually happen in real life, to be clear, but I'll use my example scenario from earlier. Uh, venture capital investments going awry. They just sent out a, a communication with investors, letting them know that they're not sure how they're going to be able to remain profitable or if they're ever going to achieve profitability. And my client's calling me very concerned. Okay, so what are the facts? Like you list out the facts, like company has $500,000 in cash. Their objective is to reach profitability in six months. Cash flow is going to run out in month 10. No future capital raise is expected. Like I'm making these up. So the facts are non-emotional statements, right? Let's keep the emotions aside. What are the facts? Okay. So after you list out the facts, question number three, what's the story that I am telling myself about this situation? Here is where being honest with yourself really comes to benefit you the most. So if you're honest with yourself in this example, I might say something along the lines of, I'm unsure how this company moves forward and I am scared that if this does not go according to plan, my client might leave and find a new wealth manager. So then the fourth question is very powerful. Very simple, but very powerful. Is this true? Are you 100% without a shadow of a doubt positive that that last statement is true? Well, do I know the company's going to run out of money? 
And am I 100% positive my client might choose to go elsewhere if he invested in this company and this company doesn't pan out the way that we thought it would? Question number one, no. I'm not 100% positive this company's going to run out of money. Question number two, no. This guy is a wealthy investor in order to access venture capital. You have to be a wealthy investor. You can't do it if you're not wealthy. And as a wealth manager, it would not be prudent to recommend somebody makes a large allocation if they don't have a lot of money to one investment, one venture capital investment at that. So the answer to both those questions is no and no. Question number five, what is it that you want? Well, in this, again, hypothetical scenario, I want the company to make boatloads of money and I want my investor to remain happy. Okay. Question number six, will the current story give you that? So belief is so powerful. In other words, does me believing that story, I'm not sure if this company is going to make money and I'm, and I'm scared that my client's going to leave me. Is that going to give me what I want? This may seem very elementary. This may seem like it doesn't work, but your body and your brain cannot tell the difference between reality and unreality or fiction. Your physiological makeup does not know the difference. So there's a famous saying out there that says, whether you believe you can or whether you believe you can't, either way, you're right. And this is the same theory around that. Will the current story give me what I want? Believing that this company is not going to be profitable, believing that my client might leave me is not going to help this company become profitable or help my client's nerves and his feelings towards me if I believe that. So then you have to ask yourself, what is it that you want? So the seventh question is, after you've clarified what it is that you want, you ask yourself, why has this experience been positive? Why has this experience been positive? Write it down. Question number eight, what is the lesson that's been extracted from this experience? Write it down. Question number nine, how can I apply this lesson across all areas of my life? So your body, your, your mind, your business, and your relationships with your wife and your kids. Like, go for a universal lesson that has applications outside of just business. In this case, you know, the simple lesson could be, you know, believing believing in false stories are one of the most detrimental beliefs that I can have. And you can go through and you can apply that to your fitness a lot of people have aches and bruises, especially as they get older, like, oh, like my knee hurts, so I can't run. Is that true? Probably not. You can. Maybe you can get it fixed. Maybe you can do it better. Maybe you can walk uphill on a treadmill. Like maybe you can exercise in a different capacity. Maybe you can ride bikes. And you can, in my relationship, like my wife hates when I do this. Is that true? Maybe not. Maybe you can do it differently. So there's just all kinds of different applications that you can have with this. And that's how you can grow at an exponential rate. You can take one lesson that happened in business because there's a very good chance if this is happening in business that it's happening elsewhere in your life and you just haven't been able to recognize it or you've been naive to open your eyes to be able to see it. 
I can tell you that that is true because I have been there. So those are the powerful questions that you can ask yourself to create exponential growth across your life as a business owner and an entrepreneur. And you can take simple lessons that come from marriage and life and children and working out and apply them to your business as well. It works both ways if you do this exercise the appropriate way. So you can go and you can check out a colleague of mine. His name is Ryan Nadell. Ryan's got a website. If you go to his chat on his Ryan Nadell Facebook page and you type the word in frame, F-R-A-M-E and hit enter, it'll walk you through this exercise in an automated fashion, absolutely free of charge. It's a great resource. I highly recommend you check it out and let me know what your thoughts are. To recap, the four steps to taking control of your brain game, step number one is to listen to motivational speakers. I use Spotify for that. Step number two is the seven by seven exercise or the positive affirmations each morning with meditation music on. Step three is to take two breaks, usually midday and at the end of your day to listen to meditation music and to just clear your brain, grab water and recharge. Step number four is to ask yourself powerful questions anytime you find yourself stressed, angry, frustrated with a current situation that you'd like clarification and to de-stress from. Those powerful questions I all listed out. But in order to stop yourself from taking the stress and anger and frustration out of your business into your home life, there are going to need and be healthy outlets for you to be able to process this stress on a daily, simple, easily repeatable process. I've given you four ideas. I'm sure there's 400 more that other authors and podcasters may offer you, but these four work for me. They're tried and true and proven for me over the last three years of my life to help me be stronger and clearer and healthier mentally than I was without them before this. So with that, I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your Thursday. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and I'll talk with you guys later. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Entrepreneur's Road to Success podcast. The viewpoints and opinions discussed with Michael Mann and any of the attendees are strictly the viewpoints and opinions of those attendees and are not to be construed as any viewpoints opinions or advice given by any related parties or related entities. Please let us know what your thoughts are below via the comments and the ratings. Let us know what you'd like to hear more of. Let us know what you'd like to hear less of. Ultimately, this podcast is here to help business owners and entrepreneurs across the world make a positive impact in their businesses. Thanks so much.